0: Baines Plus One. It's Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, the show where each week I have one notable guest and delve into their lives like a sniffer dog delving into a bag that might have drugs in it. This week I had Olivier Award winning Susan Harrison, comedian, improviser, actress and member of Showstopper, the improvised musical. She's also been on TV and DNN and we had some really brilliant chats. Please enjoy. And if you love the podcast, I'd love you to tweet about it at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S and leave us a lovely review. Please, please, please. I'll love you forever.
1: It's time for Baines Plus One with Samantha
0: Baines. My guest is here, Susan Harrison. Hello, hi. Very A nice Olivier to be here. award winning. I know,
1: I can't believe it. Still can't believe it.
0: It's uh, crazy. We're going to talk about that later. I'm very excited to hear all the. Go- Will you tell us the goss? Sure, sure thing. Of course. <laughs> That's what Baines Plus One is all about. Yeah, totally. So what? So I've I've told everyone you're a comedian, actress, and improviser. Yeah. You've played characters like an elderly mermaid and a folk singing <laughs> Tony Blair.
1: True. Very true. I've, um, <laughs> among many things, I, I currently do a character which is Andy Warhol, who um, emerges from a giant can of soup so yeah. that's quite a challenge sort of uh, <laughs> I've seen taking pictures that of around that London. one yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so yeah I do quite a lot of bizarre characters
0: but also normal stuff I mix it up bit of normal bit of bizarre so and how do you carry a can of soup Andy well. holes? <laughs> cocoon around London
1: Yeah, it is his cocoon that's really nice um with great difficulty and uh, does it roll up it it sort of squashes up and then you have to sort of remake it so I mean it's not the most practical of props I always say to myself I'm going to try and be really self-sufficient and like really minimalist and uh, and then I end up making a massive prop so (laughs) yes it's a of juice yeah I think so yeah it makes makes me happy and if it's not going well I can just hide inside it there we go yeah
0: I have a huge necklace with my surname on it, and that's kind of my prop. Yeah, although it's easier to carry. Yeah, yeah, around my neck. Very nice. So, what have you been up to (laughs) this week?
1: Um, So, this week I've been getting ready for a gig I'm doing tomorrow, which is a new material show. Um, So, I'm sharing an hour with Gemma Arismith, who is. An amazing, very prolific uh, comedian and yes. writer. She's wonderful.
0: I saw her so, at a party recently. Did
1: you and a schmozing? Schmoze. Where is Um Yeah, so I'm just basically, I've got four new characters. So I've been writing and rehearsing, which is like me in my flat, um, talking to myself, basically. I was going to say, so,
0: do, <laughs> do you rehearse alone? Do you have a
1: director? No, I, I pretty much rehearse alone. Um sometimes I'll show it to someone, but it's more or less um yeah, the voices in my head coming out in my bedroom.
0: <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is good. Is it, which yeah. room is your favourite to practice? I always practice my stand-up in the shower. Do you? And my fella walks it, my husband, uh-huh. I should say. Yes. Too much. Congrats. Thank you. My husband walks in and he's like, Who are you talking to? Oh, <laughs> you're doing your material. Do yeah. you do you have a favourite room or place? Yeah,
1: I do. Just just my bedroom. Um, Simply because it stops me from turning the TV on. Okay. So, yeah. In that's... front of a mirror? No, just um, just in a small space. <laughs> to the wall? <laughs> yes, Okay. pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it's not ideal, you know. We've enjoy... all got an image now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's an accurate, accurate image. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you're doing this work-in-progress show, so is mm. this completely a half an hour of completely new material?
1: Yeah, well, actually, one character I've done a few times, but the rest is all new, and... Um, Yeah. I don't know how it's going to go, which is always the fun of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm doing a couple of sketches with Gemma, which are also new, and then we're doing a couple of improvised bits as well. So it's it's like a real mishmash, and it should be a lot of fun. And yeah. So is this for a specific show? Is this for Edinburgh? No. Um. Excitingly for me,
0: I'm not doing Edinburgh this <gasps> year. <laughs> what? What the hell? I'm doing my first solo show this year. Are you? I'm gonna miss you. Oh. Up in, up in the burg Well, um, I'll pop up.
1: I am coming up to do Showstoppers actually but I'm just having a break Olivia award-winning. Totally, yeah, um, I'm Olivia, Olivia award-winning from the glittering West end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm not doing my own show, but I am going up for showstoppers. But I'm just having a little break from my own one just to sort of work on it without that pressure and without the financial pressure as well. Yeah, so good. Which is nice. Oh, so where can we come and see this show? Oh, so it's on at the Museum of Comedy um, at 7pm tomorrow. Just an hour, just an hour of your time, and then you get to have a drink. <laughs> so that's how I'm selling it. And that's it.
0: in Holborn, isn't it? It's um, a great it's, little venue. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's really nice, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, um, let's all
0: check it out. Tomorrow it Friday. Out. Yeah. If you're listening to the podcast, you will have missed that, but there will be other chances. Totally, And there's yeah. YouTube videos, and what we have to talk about is the Olivier Awards. Yes. Excitement. Because <gasps> you oh. won, and you were in a dress, and you are on the red carpet. <laughs> but wait, what? baines plus one uh it's samantha baines baines plus one with my very special guest susan harrison hello there olivia award-winning <laughs> improviser, comedian actress off the telly If mm. i made you embarrassed now no uh that's great it's great um I'm very english but yes that's lovely i love it no, absolutely loving it <laughs> we've been having great chats we have to talk about the Olivia Yes,
1: I know it's amazing I sort of
0: still can't believe it it's really
1: yeah because Showstopper the improvised musical is as its name would suggest improvised (laughs) so um, yeah it's just like incredible to be given such a sort of traditional and prestigious award for something that is quite experimental in a way and um, something that we've just like s- sort of worked on for a really long time like the show's been developing for about eight years i mean
0: i've seen it in edinburgh every year for as long as i can remember
1: oh, and loved
0: it and my mum always comes up every year and she's like we must go see that improvised <laughs> one i <laughs> oh, like that
1: and she likes that i'm yeah. good i'm glad <laughs> yeah well yeah i mean it's it's lovely like the support that we have from audiences and what did you so, win best uh entertainment and family show yes so yeah because it's a longer title <laughs> it's yeah. kind of
0: unclear yeah um, yeah
1: um, so, yeah, we're just totally blown away by it and completely over the
0: moon. And, and did you, you guys really expect it? it? Were you, I always think like, you know, when people go to the Oscars or whatever, yeah. are they like, I'm blatantly going to win. <laughs> like, my yeah. friend must be. <laughs> were you guys like, mm, we're going to win?
1: I think, I there's quite a few of us. I think some people may have expected it. I remember talking to one of the musicians and she was like, well, yeah, because we totally deserved it, which it. In, in, in terms of, like, because we've worked really, really hard for eight years. Um, I like that. Yeah, but I didn't feel quite like that. I, I was just really surprised because it felt like a big risk. You know, it was a big risk of the um, Apollo Theatre in the first place to put us on. Yeah. And then it's a big risk, it seems to me, like, to, to sort of give us this award. So it's really lovely but not Lond- something I'd expect
0: the London West End hasn't really seen an improvised sort of show of that of yeah, your not calibre of that before really
1: yeah exactly I mean they've had like um, sort of short form improvised stuff like um, I think Whose Line Is It Anyway I yeah. think was on at the West End or, and is going to be again um, but they've never had as far as I know an improvised musical for a long run um, yeah. so yeah so even that was massively exciting and then to get the Olivia is like really nice validation for yeah. for the improv community as well because um, it's quite a new sort of art form. So we're just really thrilled to sort of represent. <laughs> you Kicking
0: know. down doors. Oh yeah. Breaking barriers. That's right. So how, but how long have you been working on the show?
1: Um, so my first performance with Showstopper was 2012. Um, so quite a while. But before that I was like training. <laughs> um, I was on the, like, you know, the subs bench. Um, Learning the improv
0: rules. <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly, before I was allowed on the pitch. Um, but, yeah, because it does take a while, because
0: you need quite a few different skills all combined. Mm. Um, and you have to practice all the time, don't you? Because I've done a couple of courses. Yeah. I'm very lacklustre with my homework. Oh, right, which is yeah. practicing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to sort of really work at it. And um, I think that's the good thing about the group, is that no one is complacent. Um, so even when we won, it was sort of like, "Yay, amazing! We've won!" But we still need to work really hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even more so now. So, what was it like
0: to hold an Olivia to hold Lawrence? Holding Lawrence was <laughs> amazing. <laughs> There's a great picture of you yeah. on Twitter. I think.
1: Yeah, is. I do look very excited and also is a bit it hungover. Heavy? Um, a little bit heavier than you might expect. Okay. Um, but, you know, totally
0: doable. And um, What's it made of? Is it cold? Is it like it, metal? It's
1: cold cold sort of metal or, or yeah, some I just want to imagine substance. holding it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, it's, yeah, it's great. It's great to be at that up close and personal. Never thought I would be. And who gets to take it home? Do you know what? That is a really good question. I don't know who... Has it? Because, as I say, there's quite a few of us. I presume it would be Adam or Dylan because they're the artistic directors. Yeah. But then, which of them? Maybe you they've got it on Twitter. Yeah. I think I we should each
0: have it for like a week of the year.
1: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> In each
0: a of our different baby <laughs> with so many parents. <laughs> That's how babies work, right?
1: Yeah. They just get passed around. Yeah. yeah. Now,
0: tell me, did you go to lots of exciting after parties?
1: Yes, and it was lovely. Um, so, did you it, talk to celebs? Um, do you know what? I I don't think I did, but oh, others did. You touch any or others smell any? did. Um, if you talk to Pippa Evans, she definitely touched and smelt a celeb. Um, I think it, which one? Uh, I think it was an S Club
0: celeb. But okay, I can't be more specific. I mean, we're gonna have what? to ask her. We're gonna From have S-club to. From S Club Seven. <laughs> I'm thinking more like. <laughs> Alist, we think Dame A-list. Helen Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> not someone from S Club I mean I did I was really into S Club several yeah. when I was younger. Yeah, I mean let's not let's not downplay that. that did you see anyone exciting up were you excited about being in the room with anyone? Um
1: I think just the the whole shebang, just, just to be included is really nice, right? And and yeah, It was just the whole thing is... Yeah, but I want to know who looked
0: weird up close, (laughs) Susan. That's what I'm asking. God, I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, Because I've met some people in my life, and on telly, they look fine. Uh And then when you see them,
1: Mm. like,
0: a metre away from their face, they look like a Picasso. Like who? (sighs) Some changing rooms. Oh, right... (laughs) Smiley, smiley, and Carol. Carol's smiley. No, is it her? No, Andrea with blonde hair. Okay.
1: Oh, interesting. I remember seeing, um, you know that
0: So guy, vague. I'll look that
1: You know the guy that does the amazing spaces? Like, um, it's a caravan, but inside it's got like a million oh, rooms. Yeah, yeah. You know that guy? And he comes across as like really rugged on TV. Mm. And I remember seeing him in the flesh and... Uh, he looked so glamorous. It was bizarre. Oh, yeah, which wasn't a bad thing. It was neither bad nor good. Just weird. <laughs> just really
0: weird. So, like, the camera puts on ten pounds. <laughs> it also puts on a, uh, a rugged <laughs> look, a rugged a aura. sheen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you've got so you've got no insider. People looked ugly at oh the. Oh god! I'm party so sorry.
1: I'm. I have not, but I will dig through okay. my brain. Were there, was it free bars? free
0: uh, no what as far as I know um, no. the no. after party it wasn't even a free bar <laughs> I'm sorry you had to pa- you were Olivier award-winning did you walk up and go mate I was like mate don't you know who I am
1: that's how I address everyone now
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> I carry a replica of it around and just did my news agent I'm like do you, you know should. who I am I like that.
0: Yeah. When you do your show tomorrow night, <laughs> you should you should borrow it. Yeah. And just put it at the front on a stool and just not mention it. Yes, I think that would be wonderful. I'll do that. <laughs> Good. Um, should we do a quick fire round? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, have you ever been in a quick fire situation previously? No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she's quick I was, fire already. I it was on. Okay. Here we go. Um, <laughs> Susan Harrison, this is your quick fire round. City or countryside? City Tea or coffee Tea Early bird or night owl Night owl Pants or socks Pants Car or train Train Pen or pencil Pen Ketchup in the cupboard or in the fridge Ooh good one Uh, Cupboard Adventurous or cautious Adventurous Impro or scripted Impro Facebook or Twitter (laughs) Twitter Double act or solo
1: Mm, Mix it
0: up Kids TV or theatre
1: Ooh a uh, bit of both is that allowed
0: <laughs> Buzz Aldrin or Neil Armstrong Buzz Aldrin folk singing Tony Blair or plastic <laughs> surgery horse stroke unicorn
1: <sighs> plastic surgery horse stroke unicorn
0: you passed <laughs> hooray <laughs> that was Let, <laughs> it was tough it was tough next I want to ask you your biggest guilty pleasure
1: ladies plus one
0: I am here with the marvellous Susan Harrison, Improviser Olivia Award winner and BAFTA nominated. Yeah, hello there. Hello, we need to talk about that. Yeah. It's Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines. Now, I've got a few questions for you. Sure, Susan. sure thing. Because you passed the quick fire round. Oh, thank God. But will you pass the in-depth round? That's why uh, I'm calling it. I love I've it. I've renamed it. Uh, what's your biggest guilty
1: pleasure? My biggest guilty pleasure is Millionaire Matchmaker. Have you ever oh. seen it? No. Okay.
0: (laughs) So, just straight (laughs) in with that one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've given it a lot of thought. Okay. And um, it's a really bad daytime TV show. Okay. Um, And it's where millionaires get matched up. (laughs) Funnily enough, (laughs) that's the title. Good. Uh, Run by a really strident woman who's got quite a grating voice. Uh, It's amazing. What, they get matched with each other no they get matched with like people who really want to <laughs> get matched with millionaires why would that be I've no idea what they see they want
0: the in them? money but, yeah does it yeah. ever work
1: I, oh, I've never seen it work but there's always that little glimmer of hope that it might so yeah
0: wow do you have any favourite <laughs> um, members millionaires who've oh, been matched they just
1: always they always change it's more just the woman that runs it she's sort of like you know um, she's like now, um, for yeah, I no, we have a two-drink rule. She's like disgusting. Really, like her voice <laughs> is at a horrible pitch, and it's really fun. But awful! Are it's awful drinking? program.
0: Well, are they, they have on a date.
1: Yeah, they have a thing called the mixer where they um, mix with <laughs> the millionaires, mix with these like beautiful people who want to be with millionaires. The and, mixer. <laughs> <laughs> and they have their one drink or whatever, and the women all have to have straightened hair. It's awful. It's sexist and horrible. Um, Why do they have to have straightened hair? Because she just thinks that's more appealing to men. Isn't that bad? My hair's really curly,
0: and I just yeah, got exactly. married. What? Yeah. What? She's wrong. She is wrong. Okay, so what time is this on and what channel? Oh, if we it's would on like one, of, to... one of the high up channels. Okay. If you know what I mean, and yeah, I yeah. think
1: um, I don't know, daytime half three probably that sort of time. Oh, because that's Do you a, know
0: what I, mean? I always find that's a <laughs> difficult time in the day because yeah. I watch this morning, then Loose Women, yes, and then I feel like TV kind of peters out for a while.
1: Yeah, you're right. There's
0: a gap. There's a a gaping chasm. Which is actually useful for me because that is when I have to do work. Yes, yeah, 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 totally, yeah. (laughs) Because I've worked with it on in the background, which is actually just, like, clicking on an email every so often. Totally, yeah. Um, Wow, so I might rediscover Mm -hmm. this and then never work again. (laughs) Yeah, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's the most recent lie you've told?
1: Oh, um, that is really tricky. I'm quite bad at lying, um... I'm not sure, okay, I'm not sure what that would sh- even a small one a small or just one. a memorable
0: lie <laughs> <laughs> from your past
1: <laughs> um I'd say just like general general lies of like not being able to. You know, like, sort of skiving-type
0: lies throughout my life, now and again. Lots of um, comedians say their last lie was generally about, like, avoiding doing a gig.
1: Oh, yeah. Do you
0: have a go-to excuse for avoiding doing gigs?
1: Do you know what? I don't... I think because I run a gig, that makes me want to not do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think because it's so annoying when people pull out last minute that... Um, I can't really but not even last minute you know when like someone tries to book
0: you oh, for a gig you mean. and you don't oh, yes. really want to do it yeah
1: yeah yeah probably just like oh I'm not around for a couple of months <laughs> you know something really inventive for a couple like of that. months <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: just leaving the planet yeah, for a while
1: yeah I'm checking out <laughs> and I'll be back humility. after your gig <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> when it's all closed down and no longer running. Good. Yeah, that sort of thing. I feel like people might be able to tell that that's not... Do you reckon? Yeah. Oh, I'll, don't worry. Hey. I'll t- In the next song, I'll give you some of the lies I use and you can use them. Okay, that'd you be great. You can take them away with you. <laughs> that'd be great. Any uh, secret habits or talents? Um, secret.
1: <laughs> secret talent. Funnily enough, um, I, we were asked this in the Showstoppers rehearsal the other day. I have no Ooh. idea why... Um, They've taken my script and everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, but it was like secret skills. Um, I can sound like a small girl trapped down a well. Okay. It's Hello. very useful. Let me put the
0: background music down because okay. we're going to have to experience this. Just, gonna, just gonna prepare. <laughs> okay, prepare. This is Susan Harrison okay. as a small girl trapped down a well. Okay. Oh, our little girl, trapped down a well. Are we out of here? There we go. That's amazing. (laughs) Can you do that again? Because, and can you do it slightly closer to the mic? Because I can even hear the words. Okay, yeah. That's amazing. Okay, Okay. here Here it is again. Help our little girl, step down again. Help me, someone. That's amazing.
1: (laughs) Proudest moment of my life. That is the best
0: (laughs) secret (laughs) talent anyone has ever had. That means a lot. Thank you. Also, from hearing it, you would not imagine the face that you make when you're doing it. Because she yeah. basically puffs out her cheeks like a sort of hamster, hamster? with a yeah. lot in there. That's right. Yeah. That's essential. That's
1: an essential part of the little girl down a well um, preparation is the puffed out cheeks.
0: Well, I am in shock yeah. and amazed. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. You're so welcome. Um what what makes you angry <laughs> is it little girls down west. Totally. I get so <laughs>
1: enraged by them. How so dare, dare they, they be they-
0: down there? I could just do
1: my impression. Yeah, yeah. It's just like taking my job away. <sighs> um t- t- Yeah, no, good okay, what makes me angry? Small things would be things like slow walkers. Yeah. That's a classic one, isn't it? as for Londoners, but it really it makes my blood pressure go up instantly when I have slow walkers in front of me. Um, so that's like a minor. Angry thing.
0: <laughs> um, I'd say You're so you're good. Well, how tall are you as well? I'm four foot eleven. Four foot eleven and red haired. Just mm. imagine like a tiny, gorgeous Susan Harrison <laughs> behind <laughs> you if you're walking slowly, being like <laughs> about to explode. Totally. And then speed up, please. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So that's a small thing. <laughs> what about the bigger things that make you angry? Um,
1: I think nonchalance and people trying to be cool really and really annoys me okay so uh, you
0: love Hoxton then
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so this is my spiritual home <laughs> um, <laughs> ooh, ooh. no but just like I'll just, just take like... my bowler hat <laughs> off oh thank god <laughs> your tiny bowler hat <laughs> perched on your head um, yeah no just like um, I value like enthusiasm and sort of geekish enthusiasm is brilliant yes. and when people feel like they're too cool to be excited by something that makes me annoyed
0: yeah i agree yeah and also i what annoys me which made me think (laughs) i know i'm interviewing you but um (laughs) is when when people aren't excited about stuff that they've done you know like if you've got a new role you know obviously you were bafta nominated olivia award winning yeah you've been on the telly and stuff i'm sure when you first first got your tv role you were like uber excited so excited yeah I was and you was. wanted to tell everyone yeah yeah but when other people you can see that they're really excited and they really want to tell you but they're like trying to tell you in a cool way instead of yeah.
1: just being like oh my god guys yeah especially if it's like a good friend yeah. or someone where, where the perfect you know the perfect person to be like oh my god to I mean I am I'm bad at sort of bigging myself up and doing all of that but I but excitement is always good I think yes. if you're genuinely excited by something
0: and enthusiasm um,
1: yeah totally
0: um, finally, one thing you can't live without.
1: Ooh. Well, um, ketchup, I'd say. Pertaining <laughs> wow. to your earlier question. In the, in the cupboard the or in fire? the... Which
0: one did you say? In the cupboard I or the fridge? I said cupboard.
1: Although I would yeah, live with
0: either. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's weird when it's cold. Really? Yeah. 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 you normally have it with something hot.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're
0: right. I can't be doing Very with that. Very perturbed. I'm lo- <laughs> I'm, my face is stressed. <laughs> yeah, it? yeah. Just the thought of <laughs> it. Why? Bit. Oh, so do you have ketchup with everything?
1: Yeah, I do. I mean, as a child, I used to, I think, yeah, like I used to have it with, you know, salad, carrots and stuff. That's not right, is it? Oh, wow. That's not right. I don't carrots do that anymore. And
0: <laughs> Just have some tomato. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> I love that we're finding out so much about you. Mm. We'll have a bit of Prince <laughs> and then you can interview me. Great. It's Baines Plus One with Susan Harrison and me, Samantha Baines. Baines Plus One. Susan Harrison. Now you get to interview me. Ooh, exciting! <laughs> cool. I'm scared. She's wiggling <laughs> her eyebrows at me. Oh my
1: god! Stuff's <laughs> so gonna go down. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Great. Well, um, I would like to know when people ask you what you do, because you're a bit like me in terms of you do a few different things. Yes. How do you categorise yourself? If someone was to meet you like at a wedding or a party, how would
0: you say? What would you say you did? I would say I'm a comedian Mm -hmm. and actor. Okay, always in that order? Yes, because I feel like when I say I'm an actor first, people, like, look at their shoes (laughs) or go, oh. Really? Whereas when I say I'm a comedian first, people go, oh, wow, that you must be so brave oh yeah interesting okay and then if the conversation goes further then I I'll say I do a bit of radio and I also write for Time Out and yeah The Guardian and Huffington Post yeah and then they'll be like you do so much and I'll be like yeah because one job in the arts is really hard to hold down <laughs> I don't say that I'm just like yeah so much Woo. yeah loads of but yeah, to my book I, I tend to lead with comedian because people okay. their eyes light up with comedian yeah and their hearts sink with actor
1: <laughs> which is fair <laughs> enough isn't it yeah what do you,
0: do? What do you I, say we, first
1: I think with me it depends who who I'm with or what the situation is yeah but yeah it's a. I re- I find it a really tricky one Um. and like if I'm with improvisers I'll say I'm an improviser because I am yeah. but if I'm doing a theatre job then I will be like I'm an actor because I am so it's a bit of I always find it a strange position to be in but I remember you talking about it before and I think it's really interesting nowadays that Lots of people have more than one sort of thing that they do. It's so weird, isn't
0: it? And people can't like compute it. Yeah. Like when you tell them, it's like their brains are just having tiny explosions in their yeah. heads, yeah. and their eyes like flicker. Totally. More than one. Thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, it, yeah, it's strange. Yeah. Well, but it's funny actually because you saying you say different things in different situations. <gasps> I would say in every situation I say comedian oh, because. Wow. Because I think, again, it just excites people more. Like, when I'm in a writing situation with other journalists, mm-hmm. I will say comedian. Mm. Because I think that gives people the kind of vibe of stuff I write as yeah. well. And also that, you know, uh, it's kind of me being like, I haven't, like, studied journalism, so yeah. I'm probably not as good at writing as you. But I put jokes in, so that's yeah. why people commission me. Um so yeah, I tend to always say it. I guess
1: oh, that's cool, which is
0: weird because I came to comedy and stand up the last. Yeah,
1: that's what of I all thought. Those things. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really interesting. My friend um, says uses the expression "turns," which I like, as in uh, you know, I'm a turn, she's a turn. Yeah, uh, which I really like because it just encompasses everything. So within that, you can be a comedian or an actress or whatever. Yeah, um, I quite like that rather than having to tie down. What yeah. you are, if you know what I mean?
0: It's weird that you kind of have to tick a box. Yeah, exactly. And say, I'm this, nothing yeah. else. But also, I think what is so nice about comedy mm. is that it spans so many different things. So it does yeah. span like improv and character and stand up, and also like acting in comedies yeah. and writing funny. So for me, it kind of and and talking on the radio, hopefully in a funny show. Yeah. Um, so for me, it kind of. Tends to bring everything together under one umbrella. That's
1: true. Even
0: though I do a lot.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's good to have that umbrella. Yeah. The comedy <laughs> the umbrella, umbrella that never opens properly. <laughs> yeah.
0: When okay. it's raining and then you get all wet and then you're yeah. in a romantic comedy and the boy finds you.
1: Yeah. Because that, that's how <laughs>
0: real life works.
1: That's always how real life works.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, what really happens is it rains on you and then you bump into your ex boyfriend and your uh, mascara's running down your face uh, and you're like flicking your hair, like, oh,
1: hi, and making <laughs> yourself more
0: wet. That's what really happens.
1: Yeah. And you've got too many bags. Oh, yeah. Carrying about 10 plastic bags. Yeah. Love it. Sexy. Mm. Um, Okay, great. That was very interesting. I'm now going to ask you a silly question. Okay. Um, uh, In contrast. So um, who would you rather in terms of marriage? Um, Harold Bishop or... From Neighbours. From Neighbours, yeah, of course. yeah, (laughs) Retro. (laughs) Yeah. Or Paul Robinson, the evil man from Neighbours. So they're both very... I don't remember Paul Robinson. Oh, no, really? He ran Lasseter's. He was like... Basically. Okay, all right. What about okay. Nasty Nick
0: from EastEnders? Okay. okay. Harold Bishop or Nasty yeah. Nick? Yeah, so
1: they, they're they offer, offering you very different lifestyles. Very different. Also different countries,
0: different climates. Oh, Australia would be nice, <laughs> wouldn't it? With the sun. I think Harold is a bit um, too <laughs> glasses-wearing in the mm-hmm. kitchen. Oh. Uh- Oh, it's very specific. <laughs> I feel like it would be a very domestic uh, life. Yeah. Where we'd, like, clean together mm-hmm. and um, read the paper. Ooh. That's what I mean by, like, glasses wearing. Like, he'll, he'll mm-hmm. like, read all the time. He'll make use of those glasses. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it would be very quiet, whereas Nasty Nick would like throw you around and then you'd scream at each other. It'd probably be quite stressful, but also quite exciting. So Mm -hmm. I think Nasty Nick.
1: Okay, yep, great, great answer. Lovely. Um, Okay. (laughs) Uh, um, Let me. Tell me when you run out of questions, by the way. Okay. Um, What would be
0: your dream job? Wow. Hmm. Well, like properly? Yeah. Okay Um, (laughs) because I was going to say like astronaut Uh, oh Um, yeah or it can be yeah well no because I, I don't think I could it's very difficult Mm -hmm. astronaut training is too hard I've been researching it for my new show and whilst originally I was like I'd love to be an astronaut I definitely don't think I could cope with it so like in in real life that's something that could maybe one day happen I I would like to have oh I've said this before I would like to have Chris Evans' breakfast show on Radio 2 oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) anyone listening I mean Chris you're you're doing a great job but someday you're going to move on yeah and I just want to be there to to pick up the yeah. pieces the stray ginger hairs absolutely
1: <laughs> well he's going to want to pass the mantle on
0: there you go and I think it, it should be a woman Yeah. yeah. yay let's get more yay. women on the radio so I'd quite like that but then equally I'd quite like my own uh, comedy TV show like Miranda mm.
1: Mm, yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah,
0: but probably, qu- probably quite silly, but a little bit less sort of slapstick and yeah. um, a bit more sarcastic, like yeah. me. <laughs> um, so that that would be nice. Yeah, if I could just have the radio, the radio two breakfast show, <laughs> yeah, and, and my own TV show, that would be. Can you make that
1: happen? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll put in some calls today. <laughs> um, it's no problem. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, that's. Um, that would be nice, that sort of radio job as well, because then you'd have the rest of your day free, wouldn't you? Yeah.
0: And also, the thing I love about the radio is, and thank you for coming on, is that we just get to have a chat. Like, yeah. I just get to have cool people come on the show. Yeah. And we just have a nice little chat. <laughs> and
1: like then, normal. And then like we put it on life.
0: iTunes. <laughs> I love it. Love it. <laughs> and people listen to it Yeah. at the moment. Thank you very much. If you are listening on iTunes, please <laughs> tell your friends. What's I mean? Thank you for your questions. I'm going to ask Welcome. you one now. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. What's your dream job? Because I think that's such an interesting question. Mm,
1: I think my dream job would be being on SNL in oh, America, yes. yeah. Saturday Night Live. Yeah,
0: you'd be awesome on that. I
1: would love that. Just to be able to do like that really quick turnover every week or whatever it is of of sketches and characters and. And um, sort of impressions as well, and in front of a live audience. All of the ingredients of that make me go, Meow.
0: yeah, that would be amazing. That's like live comedy and showstopper yeah. and TV all wraps into one. All in, yeah. You'd be awesome on that. Well, oh, thanks, I know, mate. I know the producers of SNL uh-huh, listen obviously. every week. So, um, guys, <laughs> <laughs> loads of people have been talking about possibly doing a, um, a UK-based mm. version. So, mm. let's make it happen. We'll make mm. a few calls. Baines Plus One! It's Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, and my special guest, BAFTA-nominated Olivier Award-winning comedian Susan Harrison. Hello,
1: hello. Do you like the
0: intros are getting longer and longer? I love it, they're great. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna leave her being like, I'm amazing. (laughs) That's what I aim for. Right now it's time for the news. Susan, can we Mm -hmm. have the headlines, please? Yes.
1: Tin Man Burglar, Phone a Swede at random, SOS Marriage. Farewell Pooh Tour, Weird Beauty Treatment for Gwyneth, and It's Curtains for UK Residents.
0: Those are the headlines. Right, now we've got some brilliant stories this week. (laughs) First of all, Tin Man Burglar. This is what I've written my poem on, which is coming up later. Mm. So (laughs) enjoy that. This is two unsuccessful bank robbers attempted a job last week in Brazil whilst dressed in a slightly unusual way. Yeah. So normally a burglar, we'd expect, you know, dark clothes, balaclava. No, no. They broke into a Brazilian bank wrapped head to toe in tin foil. Apparently, according to local police, they were using the technique to appear invisible to the bank's high tech alarms. It actually worked. They did appear invisible, but obviously the security staff saw two men wrapped in tin foil on on the security cameras. And uh, they ran away, but were later caught by police. Their plan was foiled. Uh, hey. <laughs> what do you think about this? I think it's brilliant.
1: <laughs> I think more robberies should be committed in ridiculous costumes.
0: I mean, imagine if you were those security guards, just having a normal day at work. Yeah. <laughs> and then you look on the monitor and you're like,
1: what is that? Yeah. It, it's so good. It's so good. It reminds me of um, when I was at school... Uh, we had a sixth form common room, and one day um, the year below me broke into the school by hiding under, crawling under all the sensors and painted <laughs> wow. the common room bright pink. Oh, that's <laughs> good. Just sounds for fun. Good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's sort of less illegal. Le-
1: slightly less yeah. illegal, but um, still as silly. I like the silliness. It's good. I guess that is
0: illegal, though, because that's kind of vandalism. Yeah, I suppose. But, but not off. robbing a bank. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just love, like, which one of them came up? I would have loved to be a fly <laughs> on the wall in the discussion about this. Yeah. Being like, oh, I'm not going to do a Brazilian accent because I can't do one. Oh, um, I've looked it up on the internet. And if we if we wrap ourselves <laughs> in tin foil, we will get through the bank security system and rob the bank. It's and then great. also, being the two of them, like, preparing for that bag. Yeah. Have you got the blowtorch yet? Yeah. Have you got the bag for the money Yeah. Here's the tin foil. How much tin foil would that take? I was
1: just thinking that, yeah, you'd need to get quite a few, wouldn't you, from the supermarket. Because um, there's
0: images and they're pretty well wrapped.
1: It's so, it's, I like the dedication and the thought of them as well, like, wrapping it round each other and maybe putting bits of sellotape on to yeah. hold it up. It's very sweet.
0: Kind of like getting ready for a fancy dress party. Yeah, exactly, party. exactly. Like, oh, yeah, you look great, babe. Yeah, no, you look great. Oh, <laughs> your nose is poking out. Let me just <laughs> pop a bit over there.
1: I love it because their
0: whole heads and everything are covered.
1: I hope they got some selfies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably everyone's getting selfies at the moment. Yeah. Next to the hijacker of that plane, that Scottish man got a selfie. Oh God, yeah. um, maybe we'll find them. Lots of criminals are being caught at the moment as well by taking selfies. Oh, really? And putting them on social media.
1: That makes sense, yeah. We've that, had a lot of those get... stories <laughs>
0: <laughs> recently. Um, so if you want to check that out, it's on the Huffington Post and there are hilarious pictures of them wrapped in tinfoil. Phone a Swede at random. This is... The weirdest idea, but I quite like it. The Swedish Tourists Association have launched a global telephone number, and if you ring it, it puts you directly through to a random Swede somewhere in Sweden not a random Swede, the vegetable, a person in Sweden. And it's it's been running for two months and it aims to raise the profile of Sweden as a holiday destination. And so the Telegraph newspaper tested it and they were put through to Bjorn. I mean, how? What? Come on now. <laughs> really? Bjorn, who's a business owner in Stockholm, and he said the project's a great idea. He has a special phone that he can turn on and off <laughs> so he can choose whether to receive calls. And that morning he'd received calls from Turkey and America oh. whilst at work. I mean skiving at work. Does his boss know? Yeah.
1: I know. Also um I reckon that would get a bit annoying after a while yeah. for, for Bjorn, not for us ringing him but for Bjorn he'd be like oh another it's like another thing to reply to, isn't it?
0: It's so I mean I kind of want to ring the number. Yeah we've got the number if you want to have a go the number is plus four you have to tweet me and tell me what happens by the way plus four six seven seven one seven nine three 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 six lots of numbers i'll say that again plus four six seven seven one seven nine three 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 six and obviously there will be an overseas charge, so don't try and bill me for it. Um, I quite, I quite like it. I like it, yeah. I don't know if it raises awareness of the country as a holiday destination.
1: No, and I'm surprised that it, that that needs to be done because it, I don't know. Yeah, I thought I thought it always seemed like quite an appealing place, but
0: I don't know. Have you ever been though? No, I've never good been. Point Leon point. producer, have you ever been to Sweden? No. See, oh. they obviously need it yeah. <laughs> in Hoxton at least. They need Bjorn. I mean, what if you get? Do you think they've ve- vetoed who can have a phone? What I if was you get through to that. a weird person? Yeah, yeah,
1: just or someone who's just making strange noises or well, yeah, exactly I mean, doing yeah. something odd mm.
0: or being a bit creepy.
1: Yeah, or saying, "Don't come and holiday here." Whatever <laughs> you do,
0: <laughs> we want it for ourselves. Yes. Anyway, if you want to have a go. Give, give the number a call I'll tweet that as well so you can uh, get the number I if hope someone does really. I know and do let me know do let mm. us know <laughs> if you try it um, if you're listening on iTunes you can leave it as your review <laughs> just like a blow-by-blow blow of the uh, phone call. SOS marriage. On Friday, 27-year-old Michael Banks... I like this one because I just got married. He climbed up a 581-foot rock island called Morrow Rock, which is just off the Californian coast. And at the summit of the island, which is a bird-inhabited island, he video-called his girlfriend and proposed to her. She was very excited. She agreed to marry him. He, he was excited. Then he decided to... Cl- I mean, I don't know why he had to do it up there. Maybe he showed her on the video call. Um, and then on the way down, he got stuck on a narrow <laughs> ledge and had to call the emergency services oh, to come no. and get him. And he was rescued by helicopter. And you're not meant to visit the island because it's, it's got endangered bird species on it. So he got in trouble. Uh, oh, bless him. What That's a think? shame. Are you into extravagant proposal. Oh, I just, I do. I, mmm.
1: I, I think that is a real shame. I'm not sure if that would be
0: very. I mean, why did he? Cho- Maybe she's really into birds or something.
1: Maybe, but then he's and like, she, "Hey, they I'm weren't... in an endangered bird environment." <laughs> 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 but they weren't even together.
0: Like, I would have yeah, preferred it. Yeah, that's the weird thing. Just in the living room, as long as he was there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because when you started reading that, I was like, "Oh, cool!" So they both they were both at the top of this thing, and then I realised he was just on his own, oh. which makes it. Yeah, that is the odd thing. You just yeah, gave I mean good a on call. him. And how
0: did he get Wi-Fi reception for the face call? That is a good point. Maybe the birds are just really into Googling. Maybe. That's why they're endangered. They're really highly intelligent birds that use the internet. Yeah. Oh, I mean, bless him. I'm happy for them that they're getting married.
1: Yeah, it's very sweet. I mean, the good thing is that was a massive effort.
0: Yeah. Which bodes well. And then he was possibly arrested. So (laughs) I hope it still goes through. (laughs) Uh, I got... i was proposed to at the top of arthur's seat in edinburgh which is a mountain but that's one you're legally allowed to climb also i moaned about my feet hurting the whole way up
1: oh no (laughs) and then the whole way down were you like my feet don't hurt anymore i was like my
0: feet still really hurt but i'm engaged and i want to smile in the photo (laughs) farewell poo tour Mm. this is genius paul silver has spent the last 20 years living with Crohn's disease and among other symptoms the condition means that Paul can't venture too far away from a toilet um, he describes the state as swinging between being really constipated to being really at the opposite end of things hmm. um, as you can imagine living with Crohn's disease is, is very restrictive logistically speaking and Paul says that he regularly avoids public transport because he, um, he fears needing to rush to the toilet um, however he's got a great sense of humor paul i love this in on the 21st of april he's booked to have permanent ileostomy is how i'm gonna say it and um, it, it involves in paul's words this is what it involves having his bum sounds shut like a ken doll <sighs> paul i love you that you're like you know crohn's disease is a really difficult thing to live with but he's still got an amazing sense of humor so um Paul, but they believe this procedure will give him a new life. But to celebrate his last few weeks, pooing in the usual fashion, <laughs> Paul is touring London's top toilets to raise money for <laughs> Crohn's and colitis in childhood charity. Uh, he's already raised 10 times his target amount on his Just Giving page, and you can follow his journey around the capital, pooing in the best toilets. Um, places still on his list to visit include the Queen's private lavatory at the Royal Albert Hall. What? And the toilets at number 10 Downing Street. I hope he gets there. That's awesome. A poo tour. That is amazing. Good for him. That is awesome. And and I love that he has a sense of humour. Yeah. And he's calling it, he's going to look like a Ken doll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's amazing. Paul, we wish you all the best. How awesome. You can follow his tour at hashtag myfinalpoop.com. <laughs> or on his blog just search My Final Poops or on Twitter Paulie Putz P-A-U-L-Y-P-U-T-Z love that one and um, finally weird beauty treatment for Gwyneth this is, I talked about this on Talk Radio. Gwyneth Paltrow, after, after steaming her vagina, which was the last <laughs> thing she was really into, and saying that we should all do it, Gwyneth Paltrow is encouraging bees to sting her in the name of beauty. She says she's a guinea pig to try everything. And it's a new style of therapy. It's known as apotherapy, which I just think is like, Ah! for therapy from the <laughs> bee stings um it's also called the v- bee venom therapy it's supposed to treat arthritis and multiple sclerosis as well as minimizing scarring and inflammation it's not scientifically proven obviously but apparently it's been used for thousands of years so basically you anger the bees so that they sting you oh. in a specific part of the body which is affected by your ailment And she says, Gwyneth Paltrow says, the treatment is pretty incredible, but man, it's painful. Uh, I mean, I can imagine.
1: Yeah, I just think, how do people have enough time in their lives to, you know, figure these things out and then do them? It's just. Would you let bees sting you in the name of beauty? No way. No. No. (laughs) no. And also, the poor bees. Those of them, I mean, they won't all die, but those of them that do that's not a good way to go is it stinging someone's face I mean at least she's it's Gwyneth so
0: Paltrow I suppose yeah but but I just think
1: she's got too much time on her hands yeah and
0: just also making animals angry yeah. like just for beauty yeah it's not something that sounds very nice it's not ideal is it and it sounds incredibly painful yeah
1: I've got a re- I've i'm a real wimp with painful things i yeah, would definitely same. not be up
0: for that just put some savlon on it or something yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> that's my advice to you <laughs> put some savlon on it and then um, finally we don't have much time but we did uh, mention is curtains for uk residents and this is obviously david cameron has now come out and said he did benefit from the sale of um his father-in-law's offshore dealings And everyone's very annoyed with it. Uh, Resign Cameron has been trending on Twitter. But one of the weirdest things to come out of the situation is Conservative MP Charles Walker was interviewed on Sky TV and when asked if he would publish his tax return, he replied by saying, I have no intention to publish tax returns, but I tell you what, if we do publish tax returns because people say that there's nothing to hide, then I will bring forward a private member's bid in Parliament to ban curtains from people's homes. (laughs) Yeah, because that's words. the same. <laughs> shall we? I think we'll just leave it at that, shall we? Baines plus one. Poem of the week. Yes, it's Baines plus one. It's time for poem of the week with the marvelous Susan Harrison, who has written a poem. Hello, yes. Um, so this is a poem
1: about the sniffer dogs at Manchester Airport. Who um, very sweetly, I think, have not been very successful at sniffing out drugs, but they have sniffed out a lot of cheese and (laughs) meat, which I think is brilliant. um, They've got
0: their priorities sorted. Yeah,
1: totally. What am I going to do with drugs? I know. Yeah, they've got no use for that. (laughs) So um, this is a a poem written from a dog, one of their perspectives. Of course. Here we go. Of
0: course, Susan Harrison's (laughs) dog poem.
1: It's called I'm Trying My Best Here. You can keep your cannabis, cos I'm just after brie. You can hold your heroin and get off, scot-free. For I will seek out tasty cuts, it's ham that makes me sigh. It's edam that will make me swoon, and sausage makes me high. I'm sorry that I let you down by sniffing in wrong places, but I would rather wag my tail in happy cheesy faces. It's Dairy Lee and Emmental that make me scratch the door, so I'll keep sniffing out meat and cheese until dealers deal no more. (laughs)
0: <laughs> very <The end>. good. <laughs> I love all the cheese as well I'm dairy mm. intolerant but I love oh, cheese oh that's, that's sad mm. Mm. I mean it's sad for my husband after I've yeah. eaten cheese <laughs> um, so my poem thank you very much for that I love it when the guests do poems <laughs> as well um, my poem is about the, the men wrapping themselves in tinfoil nice. from this week's news and it's called Crime Foiled Brazil is known for its carnival, hurrah, but two men have taken it a little too far. They just like dressing up far too much for the carnival and work and such, so they dressed in tin foil to rob a bank, and no, it wasn't even a prank. Head to toe, covered in foil, quick, let me grab a salmon fillet and some oil. But no, they were not up for steaming, it was money they were after thieving. Apparently the fancy dress would fool the alarm, and they would be rich and free from harm. It worked as far as the alarm goes but security men soon spotted those foes I mean who wouldn't spot some shiny men catching the lights and especially when their outfits would make such a din two adult men crawling in tin when they were spotted they decided to flee two tin men running back to their Dorothy that's my poem
1: beautiful Thanks. Loving your work. Thanks, babe. Loving your
0: work. (laughs) Yours was almost a
1: rap. It was like a dog rap. I was like channeling a dog character that I did in a previous show.
0: I mean, can you possibly do this poem at your show tomorrow dressed as a dog (laughs) I feel like it would go down really well you know sometimes you write new material and then you don't realize it's much shorter than the the spot you're doing and then you're like oh no I have to do something else you could just have it as a backup
1: yeah good I'll have it in my back pocket yeah (laughs) literally some dog ears in my back pocket ready to go
0: oh actually I've got a little something prepared (laughs) here it comes Yeah. So we must talk about how you're BAFTA nominated before you leave, or the, the show you were in. So you yeah. did definitely not news round for CBBC for like two series.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. And it was, like we were talking about earlier, that excitement of getting a really a sort of dream job. And it was really exciting just to work with that cast and, um, and to get to be different characters every day. It was brilliant. Yeah, you just come in and get scripts and be like, oh. Who am I today? Because <laughs> it was quite a quick turnaround. Because the first series it was um, a bit topical, yeah. So it, we would be doing it really
0: quickly. So and, it's a um, bit like SNL, yeah. For
1: kids. Do you know what it, it did have an element of that? Yeah. And um, the reference that they also used was um, The Day Today, which I don't know if you ever saw, it was a brilliant Chris Morris um, uh, comedy series, or like absolutely amazing, years and years ago. So that was another reference but it that it was sort of inspired by that for children. Um so yeah it was great really how, silly really fun How did fun. it work how many
0: episodes came out
1: I think there were about 8 in each series was it 6 or 8 I
0: and was it was one a week each, maybe more than that Yeah yeah So how much filming like how did that work practically for you
1: Um it was um it varied depending on how many sketches you were in but mm. often it would be the pattern would be sort of maybe 3 days a week um, so you'd go up to Manchester do 3 days of filming and then come back So it's lovely. It's it's
0: like the closest to a nine to five for someone in the arts.
1: Was it nice to have that every week? Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah. And such a brilliant bunch of people um, that's where I got to know Gemma Arasmith, who I work with quite a lot now so that was really lovely and, and yeah it was a bit like a 9 to 5 but a 9 to 5 where you stayed in a holiday inn <laughs> as opposed to your that's house. How lovely! So, yeah. In Manchester, is in that, Manchester. that how you got to know the dogs? Um, the, yes the exactly, exactly. Dogs. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> So how did you get into comedy? So we've talked about you, yeah. Olivia, and your BAFTA nominated show but how yeah. did it all come about?
1: Well I've always loved comedy and um, it's funny, I, I found my childhood diary the other day Because I was um, using it for something It was very um, funny material Which I didn't realise at the time, obviously <laughs> But it's hilarious
0: This and is gold yeah, <laughs> When yeah. you're writing it at like 10
1: Yeah This is really sincere, guys <laughs> um, Yeah, and I saw in that There was a lot of stuff about like Oh, I've just written this sketch And I want to be in a double act when I'm older And So it's something I've always loved mm. But I didn't know that I could do it as a career When I was younger um, So I went into acting And then I was in a a really long play. We did a play for ten months, which was on tour, and it was great fun. I mean, the play
0: every day for ten months, not just a play for ten months. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's that's why it's in this really long play. (laughs) It went on for months. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It was a -a theatre-a-thon. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Christ, imagine. Um, Yeah, no, it was this play um which we toured for a long time and we got a bit bored of playing the same thing all the time so in the wings we would sort of invent characters and from that we formed a sketch group after the play ended amazing yeah and it was um you you might know some of the people now like alison Thierscott scott and fraser Millward were in it and uh, in the sketch group not in the play and um although alison was in the play and uh, Adam Riches came and sort of directed us a little bit as an outside eye and so it was lots of people that are still doing comedy but it was a long time ago but that being in that sketch group um, taught me a lot good and bad and taught me what I was really into comedy wise Mm. and yeah it just went on from there really
0: yeah amazing so many people have come from sketch sketch groups mm. so many great people mm. have like come yourself from sketch groups <laughs> <laughs> well we're great <laughs> um and so and um, how do you go about writing material because like you said you're doing tomorrow friday at the yeah. museum of comedy friday the 15th of april mm. you're doing half an hour of brand new sort of character stuff yeah and i know you have your own night and you tend to do new characters there as well how do you yeah. go about writing them
1: um, so for me it depends, like if I'm writing a sketch or a YouTube thing or something, then I'll maybe start with the subject matter or start with something that I want to um, parody. But with character stuff, I, I start with an idea, like a concept, or, or sometimes I might just start with, um, it sounds a bit weird, but like the costume or how I visualise them or how they yeah. move, and then uh, start improvising, I guess, a little bit to myself. Like a weirdo, as previously discussed, to the wall, to in the, the wall, <laughs> and then starting and then writing stuff up and rewriting and yeah, I think once you've got something down, it's a good starting point, isn't it? And then from yeah. then on, you just have to keep tweaking and editing. But yeah, that's my starting point for character stuff.
0: Bane's plus one. Susan Harrison, it has been marvellous having you oh, in the studio. thank you. It's been lovely. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for coming on. Now, um, we want to find out more about you and, and see you mm-hmm. in things and maybe, you know, hang out. And you teach improv, don't you?
1: Yeah, I teach improv for Monkey Toast, um, which is a brilliant, uh, brilliant company. And it's lovely and fun and something everyone should do. I sound a bit like a religious person with improv. <laughs> everyone should do it, but I, I genuinely cult. think... Yeah, it is a cult, but
0: everyone is welcome. <laughs> and it's one you can leave.
1: Yeah, you can. You it's it's true, actually, you can leave it. There are <laughs> levels, like a cult, uh, but you can leave. But yeah, I teach for Monkey Toast, and I also do the odd workshop just um, sort of independently, so... Um, Info for that is
0: always on my website. Yeah, because a couple yeah. of years ago I did one of your character yeah. workshops. It was great. Oh, cool. Yeah. I would recommend. And I've also done Monkey Toast courses, oh, which yes. are very good. Yeah. So if you want to hang out with Susan a bit more or, or learn more about impro, mm. then uh, check out Monkey Toast. Now, also, you have a brand new podcast.
1: Yeah. Well, um, myself and Gemma Arrowsmith have been running a podcast for a while called Back Row, Susan Harrison's Back Row, and we're revamping it and um, giving it a makeover and a bit of a different slant so it's not out yet but it will be and uh, it's featuring a couple of the characters we do from that podcast called Hayley Danks and Ruth Goodchild who are obnoxious (laughs) reviewers Uh, yeah they're total pains Um, and the provisional title is callback with Hayley and Ruth and hopefully um, that will be coming out soon excellent so, we can keep you so where can we find details of that so i will be so on my website which is susanharrisoncharacters.com or on my Twitter I'll be um, updating as soon as we're as soon as that's finalised but um,
0: yeah it's exciting. exciting Yeah, and on Twitter you are Sue Harrison 123 indeed I am people yes. can follow you yeah yeah. marvellous please do well thank you so much for coming on the show thank you so people can check you out tomorrow Friday the 15th of April at the Museum of Comedy and also Monday the 9th of May at The Lyric with Showstoppers the improvised musical
1: exactly yes do come <gasps> along it's fun
0: Olivia award winning please please Mm please. Come on. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Susan Harrison. Baines Plus One. That was Baines Plus One with the brilliant Susan Harrison. Do follow her on social media and find out about her brand new podcast. If you liked the show, please give us a five star review. And as I said before, I'd love you forever if you tweet and Facebook and tell your friends so we get some more listens. That would be awesome. Subscribe for more interviews with notable guests, comedians and TV actors.